from the book of Revelation, chapter 21. The context here is the general judgment has just happened. The end of the world. And Jesus has raised all the bodies. And they have reunited with the soul, whether the soul be in heaven or in hell. The goats on the left, the sheep on the right. That's the context here. General judgment. And then I, John, saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from, from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice from the throne saying, Behold, the dwelling of God is with men. He will dwell with them, and they shall be his people. And God himself will be with them. And he will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain any more, for the former things have passed away. And he who sat upon the throne, Jesus, said, Behold, I make all things new. Jesus, all throughout the Gospels, is always telling us, renounce ourselves, take up our cross, hate your father, your mother, your relatives, hate your life, do penance or perish, suffer, suffer, suffer. But the cross has an end. The cross is for this world. In the next world, there's not a cross. There's glory. It says, neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain anymore. The former things have passed away from the cross to glory. But you can't have the glory now. You have the cross now. And Jesus has given us the Holy Spirit with his seven gifts. And with those seven gifts, the Holy Spirit produces his fruit in us. We can suffer with the fruits of the Holy Spirit in our lives. We can suffer with, with charity. We can suffer with patience. We can suffer with joy. We can suffer with peace. These are the fruits of the Holy Spirit. So it's not all doom and gloom and hopelessness. So let's briefly go over the uh, 12 fruits of the Holy Spirit. It's not so bad if you're suffering with charity. It's not so bad if you're suffering with joy. Not so bad if you're suffering with peace. Not so bad if you're suffering with patience. Suffering with goodness. Suffering with generosity. Suffering with gentleness. Suffering with faithfulness. Your suffering will be modest. Your suffering will be self-controlled. When our suffering is embellished with these twelve fruits of the Holy Spirit, suffering can be sweet. At least as sweet as it can. But bearable. God doesn't give us more than we can handle. More, more than we can handle. So take up your cross. Suffer now, and the glory will be for later in the afterlife. Baltimore Catechism is just one question today. Question 251. Makes a great meditation. It says, why did Jesus institute the Holy Eucharist? And it gives six reasons. Those are six great meditations. Here we go. Christ instituted the Holy Eucharist, one, to unite us to himself and nourish our souls with his divine life. Two, he instituted the Eucharist to increase sanctifying grace and all virtues in our souls. Three, he instituted the Eucharist to lessen our evil inclinations. Four, 
instituted the Eucharist to be a pledge of everlasting life. 5. He instituted the Eucharist to prepare our bodies for a glorious resurrection. And 6. Jesus instituted the Eucharist to continue the sacrifice of the cross in his church, to apply it to our souls. Our Latin for the day is panem nostrum quotidianum de nobis odiae. Panem, bread. Give us this day our daily bread. St. Pius says, In this petition we beg of God that is necessary daily, all that is daily necessary for our souls and for our body. It says, How is the life of the soul nourished? The life of the soul is nourished principally by the food of the Word of God, Scripture and tradition, and the most holy sacrament of the altar, the Eucharist. So in saying, give us this day our daily bread, we're asking God for everything we need for our bodies, everything we need for our souls. Our bodies need food, they need shelter, they need clothing. They need transportation, employment, gas in the tanks. But our soul needs grace. Our soul is nourished by the food of the Word of God, by Scripture, by tradition, and by the Eucharist. It's nourished by prayer, it's nourished by sacraments.